0: Hello, welcome back to episode 12 episode 12 the lucky 12 12 apostles <laughs>
1: <laughs> right disregard that folks because who knows what that has to do with anything
0: <laughs> oh, anyway um how has everyone been holding up yeah it is still a weird time yeah but you know light
1: at the end of the tunnel hopefully
0: yes oh. how have you been evie
1: um oh, guys, I've had a wild couple of weeks. I had my wisdom tooth singular owl on what was it, a week ago Friday. So that has no this comes out at a different time yeah. these days. Anyway, at this moment in time it was about over a week ago. It was horrible. I had the worst time of my life. Ellen was an incredible mother to me, but yeah, it was it was a sad time. Still don't really have feeling back in my left side <laughs> of my mouth. So I think I like talk a bit funny. So if like I stumble over my words or whatever, that's why. Kind of have a bit of a lisp.
0: I feel like the lisp is disappearing though. Yeah,
1: it's getting better. I think cuz I'm getting used to the fact that I can't feel <laughs> the inside of my left gum. <laughs> Which if anyone's alarmed, I've got a little bit of nerve damage. <laughs> it's it's fine.
0: Cool, cool, cool. It's cool. Who needs feeling is, in their left gum? Yeah,
1: it's fine. It doesn't it doesn't impair me other than, you know, when yeah. I freak out because I'm like, wait.
0: <laughs> so yeah. We push through. Yeah. What about you, Eleanor? Um I don't know. Not having a great time, but not dead either. Yeah. I think that's the bar we can set at the Honestly, moment. Honestly, I actually
1: think that's positive. <laughs> Not not terrible is a positive adjective.
0: Not terrible, and I'm happy with that. Yeah,
1: amazing.
0: Well, you know,
1: as per our poll we put up probably a few days ago for you guys, we are going to do recommendations this week. The
0: votes are in. The people want the recommendations. What's your recommendation for this week, Ellen? My recommendation is homemade granola. Oof, I can vouch on this one. <laughs> um. It's literally so easy and I feel like when you buy granola at the shops, it's expensive mm. and also homemade anything is just always going to be better.
1: I, yeah, I can definitely testify to the fact that this tastes way better than the granola I buy. I don't even really like bought granola. Like I like it when like restaurants and stuff do it. Yeah. And I like this one that Ellen's made. Well, this, this is the second time she's made a similar one and it, it is, is delicious.
0: Here. um mm. i also feel like the other good thing is like you can literally decide what you want in there mm, it's
1: tailor-made mm,
0: tailor-made which is great because for me for example i love coconut not a fan of s- sultanas in granola mm. so there's no sultanas but there is coconut <laughs> and there's dates oh so um, yes and look it, it, it occupies your time yeah makes
1: your house smell like cinnamon yeah it's good all rounder. um yeah. I think homemade anything should be a recommendation. Yeah, homemade anything.
0: But granola especially. You know, I can even put up this recipe if people would like.
1: there we go. We're not just advice people, we're recipes as well.
0: All right, what's your recommendation for this week? Well, in my
1: (laughs) deep, deep, deep depression from recovering from my wisdom tooth, and if, I don't know, you guys have probably picked up on how dramatic I am. (laughs) I really need to pick me up at the end of something traumatic. I bought an Apple
0: Watch. Wow. I love retail therapy.
1: It honestly, like, is probably the most expensive thing I've bought as a result of depression, but <laughs> I am so impressed with it. Like, I knew I would like it, and also lots of people were telling me, like, you'll love it. just you because I wanted
0: I'm, one for ages.
1: Yeah, I'm one of those people that just, like, thrives off this kind of shit. And, um, yeah, it has lived up to expectations. Albeit, I probably haven't really learned much about actual use of it like i still need to like watch some tutorials and shit but like other like i highly recommend if you're like one of those people that just like loves anything kind of techie and anything that makes your life easier and Mm. just more simple
0: actually maybe i should get one i
1: actually don't think that you would hate it (laughs) because like i like you keep going oh it's not really my vibe but i i just think like it just makes life simple Mm. and you don't go on your phone as much because the notifications just pop up on your watch
0: yeah
1: and then you can just go i'll reply later
0: yeah i like the like fitbit fitness tracker side of it
1: yeah and yeah the fitness aspect of it is particularly useful Mm. and i got a cellular one so i don't have to like have my phone with me um, yeah to get the notification and you can pay for stuff on it and listen to music and Oh look, it's just.
0: I wish I could do a trial run of having one. What you want to borrow mine? <laughs> I'll just like reply to all your. I'll just be like day in the life of Evie. Yeah. Um, I'll reply to your boys. Let us
1: know if you want Ellen to do a an Instagram takeover day in the life of Evie with my Apple Watch.
0: We can make. That I rock happen. up to your work. I'm like, hey guys. <laughs>
1: Look, I'm sure you can do a worse job than I do at work
0: I feel like I know so much about your life that I could just seamlessly fit in Mate, if you would just reply
1: reply to my messages, like as if you were me I don't even think anyone would notice it wasn't me Look, as I said, give us a shout (laughs) if you want that to actually happen Because I'm kind of curious now (laughs) I couldn't take over Ellen's life though I wouldn't be as good
0: you could do
1: it. I could impersonate you, but I
0: don't think I could beat you. you just feel like, I can't be fucked doing this. Yeah, exactly. You do too
1: many stupid things. Like, you would go, like, do some gardening or something randomly. I'm like, I'm not doing that. It's not even that I couldn't do it. It's just, I just don't want to.
0: <laughs> That's where you'd fall apart. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's willpower.
0: <laughs> All right,
1: well, we've got a lot wow. of a
0: lot of stuff to digest there, folks. Look, maybe have a break. <laughs> Go make, now go make yourself a cup of tea. And some homemade granola. And some snacks. Buy an Apple Watch. Yeah.
1: <laughs> get on iTunes, buy an Apple Watch, and then come back to the episode.
0: All right, let's get into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, guys, question number one, and wow, this boils my blood.
1: Ellen just was like, can I do this
0: question first? I was like, okay, whatever. All right. So the question reads, I've been dating my boyfriend for five years. His friendship group is made up of his high school friends and their partners. When I first met them, I felt like I was the newbie, the incomer. But now five years on, they still don't take any interest in me and are never welcoming. When they do talk to me, it's always about them, never about me. There has also been times where they have asked me not to attend events. (sighs) They're hosting. This really breaks my heart. Some days I get so upset because I just want them to accept me. I feel like I'm a good person and I just don't understand it. What should I do? I have talked to my boyfriend about it who is very supportive, but he doesn't know what to do either. They're his lifelong friends and when he's asked them about the issue, they have never given him a straight answer. Oof. Wow. That is wild. <sighs> I think the first thing I just want to say is some people just are fucking assholes.
1: Yeah, yeah. And also, some people are assholes and some people just will never like you. Like, yeah. I, I think we can all say that we've been in a situation where people haven't liked us and you kind of will never be accepted by them. It's a sad reality, but
0: yeah. Yeah. I, like, you say, what should I do? Like... I think you need to give up on getting them to accept you because they are not worth your time.
1: Honestly, like, if you don't have to see them, don't bother. If they don't specifically invite you to things, don't go. And if it's not really like disrupting your relationship with your partner, then who cares? Yeah. Because as she said, like, she said, oh, she's just spoken to her partner about it and the partner's tried to help the situation, but. you know, they don't give them a straight answer. So obviously, like, you and your par- – it's not like your partner's defending them. Mm. You know, you're having a relatively – um, like, it's not really affecting your relationship with your partner. So, yeah, like, okay, it sucks, but it's just one of those things.
0: Interesting, because I've actually got a little bit of a different perspective on the whole partner thing, and I think the partner should be taking a stronger stand and being like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. I can't imagine a world where like if my group of friends didn't invite my boyfriend to things like I just can't imagine why like I'd be like oh oh okay like when it's a group thing and she says that it's not like it's like a boys night out and the wives aren't wives or girlfriends or whatever aren't invited because that I totally understand Mm. but if it's a whole group thing and everyone's invited except for the girl
1: I get what you mean Um, in that, like, he should, like, he should, but also, like, if it's his high school friends, like, it's just one of those things that, like, I don't know, kind of just, like, exists. It's not exactly, like, they're your best friends or something. It's just, like, your friends.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know. It kind of sounds like they're his main group of friends, though. But this is, like, another thing is, like, I would try and find some better friends.
1: Yeah.
0: Like stop absolutely stop wasting your time with these people because you know what they just seem nasty and that's not people you ever want to be friends with anyway um so i would invest that energy into finding new friends because there's so many nice people out there
1: but she it doesn't it's that it's her his friends so she probably does have other friends
0: Yeah, well, invest in spending more time with them.
1: Because, like, at the end of the day, like, it's not worth your time trying to prove yourself to other people. And, like, whether your boyfriend takes a stand or not, like, against them, like, just don't give it your time of day. Yeah. Because I think if you show that you're upset, it just shows that they're winning. Yeah. And, like, their attitude has, like, paid off. Yeah. And I just don't think
0: that that's The best revenge is doing better. Yeah.
1: So yeah exactly just like and also like if that means that your boyfriend spends less time with them they'll get the picture that he's not going to mm. be there if you're not invited and potentially they'll concede and go okay maybe we need to act better yeah because we want to spend time with him and if they don't do that then obviously they're not friends with the boyfriend for any particular reason yeah.
0: i just i can't really imagine these people are great friends to him either if exactly they don't invite her and then when he brings it up they're like um oh, Yeah. Like, isn't...
1: They're probably just literally doing it for the sake of it. Like, just being assholes for the sake of it.
0: Yeah. Fuck this group of people. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I just wouldn't really associate it with And honestly, it doesn't look like... It doesn't seem like your boyfriend really cares. As in, like, doesn't care to the extent that he probably doesn't worry about this group of friends because they're not that close. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it would seem... It would be a bigger issue than it
0: was. Yeah. So, I reckon forget them um look if it was my boyfriend I would kind of be putting the pressure that like if there's events where you're like okay if it's like an event where it's like oh the boys are going camping okay well obviously you're not gonna yeah. be invited to that so like whatever he can um go and do that but I would be putting the pressure that if there's events where everyone is invited invited except you I would be like come on I don't really think think that's fair and putting the pressure on him to be like i'm not going to come because yeah such and such isn't invited
1: yeah i I think think it's a fine line because you want your boyfriend to stand up for you yeah but you don't want you you to only be invited because your boyfriend stood up for you and then you're the awkward one at the event being like oh we caused a huge drama yeah saying trying to be like oh i want to come along so it's like a fine line of he needs to be like oh next time can't like you need to invite her or I'm not coming. Yeah. Um, but it also needs to be, like, um, but you can't just invite her for the sake of it and then be rude to her yeah. In person. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you need to actually genuinely make a genuine effort to get along with her. And if you don't make a genuine effort, then potentially I'll just hang out with you in private. Mm. Yeah.
0: It just blows my mind, like... I- I cannot imagine, like, if my group of friends invited um, everyone and their boyfriends except for my boyfriend, I would be like, what the actual fuck? But
1: do you reckon it – sorry, just to go on a side side tangent from personal experience, do you reckon it matters about family? Like, what if it was a family thing and the family was like, oh, um, and not invited the partner?
0: Depends if it was like I don't know for example if my mum was like oh I just want to see you and your brother not partners they might be like oh yeah fair enough but like if other people's partners were invited and not my partner I'd be like okay no yeah but I don't know family yeah family is kind of weird
1: and family is different because you don't choose your family right
0: yeah And also, sometimes with family, it's a bit of a, like, length of time thing. Mm. Like, I know when Fraser and I first started dating, like, he wasn't automatically invited to all of our events. It's only, like, now that he's been around for a while and he is, like, part of our family that he gets invited to everything. Yeah. So, but also going back to this problem, that can't be the case because... She's been dating him for five years and they're still mm. being assholes. So it's not a length of time thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I was just going on a side yeah. thing of like, if, in, you know, trying to be irrelevant to this conversation <laughs> really. But I just thought like how interesting like if a family, because I know um, one of my um, ex-boyfriends, um, his family just like didn't really like me, but he had a younger sister and his younger sister didn't have a partner. So whenever they had family event, ah. events, they wouldn't Im- – exclusively invite me but they would like play it off it's like
0: oh yeah. no we're just having or he
1: would play it off to me as oh no we're just having family but they just didn't like me and then when i did come over they were just like kind of assholes to me
0: yeah and that's i was just neat. like
1: i was just like oh, what like how mean
0: yeah and like
1: i remember like at christmas time um he came over to like in the evening to mine for christmas but like i didn't see them around christmas because like they just didn't invite me. But my
0: mom invited him. Yeah. Yeah. That's was kind like, of them being arseholes.
1: Yeah. But it's also interesting because, yeah. Mm, kind of similar. Mm.
0: Anyway, look, this just goes back to our original point that some people just are assholes,
1: <laughs> And some people also, like, just won't ever like you. There's some people that I just will never like.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think as well like try and like remind yourself that like you honestly sound like a really nice person and like you're obviously pretty self-aware. So I doubt this is a you thing. I honestly just think it's them.
1: And look, if they're anything like the people I went to high school with and the high school (sighs) group that I know, um they're they're stuck in high school
0: yeah and
1: this is sounds like a high school problem yeah and they're probably just one of those groups of people that whenever they hang out all together they revert back to their high school ways yeah and that's just it's sometimes that's just how the cookie crumbles yeah and look as an adult like you'll meet so many new people and high school friends even if they're your boyfriends really close friends they'll always just be high school friends yeah and i think in the future it won't really be as much of a problem as it is now yeah but
0: i can understand that it can hurt your feelings oh yeah i really feel for you so i hope you're doing okay
1: (laughs) at least you don't have to see them if it's a large group right now yeah
0: (sighs) exactly it's easy to know
1: but anyway good luck and uh
0: go and find some better friends to hang out with
1: or go go on bumble friends yeah Or just, like, invest into your current friendships. Slide into our DMs. Come
0: see us. Oh, honestly, we need any more people if you get from our two friends we have. It's just me and Evie at the moment. There's no one else. Unfortunately. All right. All right. Have fun. Good luck. See ya.
1: Okay. I'm reading the next questions. so mind the list. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So <laughs> what do I do when I think my friend has an alcohol problem? She repetitively but accidentally gets drunk, blackout drunk, and makes decisions. <laughs> That's so hard with my numbness. <laughs> decisions she seriously regrets. I've told her mum what I think because we're close, but she does not agree. The mum doesn't agree.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Plot twist. This was me writing in about you. <laughs> Okay, I do
1: not have an alcohol problem. Actually, I haven't drunk in like a very long time. Stage
0: one denial.
1: (laughs) Okay, I think it's really tough dealing with alcohol problems amongst your friends, especially Mm. if you're a friendship group that socialises with alcohol. Because I know, well, even Ellen and I and Fraser and all that, like our friendship group, the main way we socialize is through alcohol so it can be really tricky to navigate how you tell someone oh you have an alcohol problem without kind of
0: them thinking
1: like it's normal yeah especially if you're young
0: yeah it's honestly i think it like well i guess we're assuming you're young but I think any time in kind of your mid-20s, it is hard to tell the difference between like just being young and having an alcohol problem. But I think this crosses the line into alcohol problem because she's getting blackout and she's making decisions that she regrets later, which is awful.
1: Yeah. And like I think the key, here to like to really figure out whether it's something that you need to address with seriousness is – whether um, she's learning from what she does when she's blackout. So Mm. if she's getting, like, for instance, like there's been instances where I've gotten so blackout drunk and I've, look, I haven't really done anything like I regret majorly when I've been blackout drunk, but I think getting blackout drunk is a regret in itself, right? And, like, I think if you look on that experience and go, okay, I did something bad there. What did I do? How much did I drink? Mm. You know, what were the circumstances? And then what was the thing that I regret? And if you go, okay, moving forward, I'm not going to have that type of alcohol. Or I'm not going to combine that alcohol with that drug. Or I'm Mm. not going to not eat before drinking. Mm. And I think if you take that, if she's looking at that decision and going, okay, that's what I did. I'm going to do better. If she's doing that, I think that it's not really something that you need to address because we all make mistakes. Mm. However, if she's not being very reflective on her actions, so she's doing it and going, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I I hate what I did. I feel so upset. But then doing the exact same thing Mm. the next time, I think that's when you've got a problem that you need to address because it's not just an accident then. It's like a a conscious decision that she's making.
0: Yeah. Interestingly, this does remind me... (laughs) Of myself when I was, um, oh, I was an MN18. <laughs>
1: Wowza. We do not condone on underage drinking. <laughs>
0: Me admitting to my crimes online.
1: Um, <laughs> no, but, if it was in a private household, it wasn't illegal.
0: Well, I wasn't. Uh, All right. All right. Well, uh, we'll just pretend it was. (laughs) No, it wasn't. It was sometimes. It wasn't sometimes. Anyway. It's down south. It's crazy down there. (laughs) This is what happens in the country. Yeah. Anyway, I went through a stage. I think, like, for some people, like, this happens when you first start drinking. Mm. Um, like, I would just get absolutely smashed. Like, so drunk. Mm. Um, and, like, yeah, I look back on it and, um... It wasn't good, like, I was, you know, getting completely wasted, like, my friends would have to look after me, um, I made a couple bad decisions, nothing crazy, Yeah. but I remember one of my friends pulled me up, and she wasn't nice about it either, she was literally like, you need to fucking pull your head in, because I'm sick of watching you get absolutely fucked at parties, rolling around on the ground, blah 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 blah, and like, at the time, Well, I think she could have done it in a better way because at the time, like, my initial reaction was just like being defensive. I was just like, whatever, like but it did actually make me look at my actions and be like, okay, yeah, I think I need to drink a little bit more responsibility because I'm being a bit of an idiot. Yeah. So
1: And Ellen hasn't learned from it at all because she doesn't (laughs)
0: Look, I've learned a little bit.
1: But like it like I think like we can both say that we still make mistakes yeah. now, and we've got a lot of learning to do. And you will always make mistakes with alcohol because mm. it is a dangerous mm. drug. <laughs> but I think, like, like you've done, you can look back at those past times and go, "Okay, well, I obviously was doing something wrong back yeah. then." And don't that doesn't mean that you're not going to make a similar mistake now, but it does mean that there was this mistake is mitigated quite a lot and that doesn't happen all the time yeah i also think that um you should look at the circumstances around the drinking yeah so like for example if you're getting blackout drunk on your birthday it's a little bit different if you're getting blackout drunk on a Wednesday.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, and I'm not excusing the behaviour on your birthday, but you can understand you got carried away. You just, yeah. like, got a bit out of control. You would, People were buying you drinks out. Like, you were just getting mm. ahead of yourself versus being in lockdown, for instance, <laughs> on a random Thursday though mm. having way too many drinks. And if you're doing that every week that's a bit different like even like yeah I just think in like especially in lockdown I'm not saying I'm I don't know whether this is a recent event or whether this is something that's been happening for a while but if it's even happening when like you're not even going clubbing or you don't have a lot of birthday parties to go to or Mm. not that that's an excuse but if you're literally just finding any
0: excuse to drink and get blackout then I think that's kind of something that's yeah a bit alarming but, yeah, I think you need to have a chat to her about it.
1: Yeah. I think also, like, for example, say if Ellen had a drinking problem. Has. <laughs> problem. If Ellen had a drinking problem and we live like we live in the same house, we have similar friends, if I said, Ellen, you really need to cut down your drinking, but then I was going out and getting drunk yeah. in front of her yeah, or I was inviting people around and we were getting drunk and Ellen had yeah. to – and I was like, don't you dare touch alcohol, Ellen <laughs> – or wandering for you. Yeah. Like, I think that that would also be a bit a bit mean. And yeah. So I think, like, I don't know if this is your best friend or if this is just someone you're close to, but if it's your best friend or someone you really um, see a lot of the time, I think you also kind of need to go through it with her. Yeah. And, like, I know that's going to really suck. But even, like, showing restraint, like, saying, oh, hey, Ellen, come over for one glass of wine have one yeah. glass of wine and just enjoy the glass of wine, eat some dinner and then go to bed yeah. or go home. And like yeah. show that you can have, you can drink together and not get yeah. like absolutely wasted. Yeah. Um, but also like, I do think you need like, if you're a really, really
0: close friend, I think you do need to like
1: show some camaraderie and some spirit and yeah. just do it with her.
0: Yeah. You want to be a good role model yeah um and don't like i don't know if you guys are with a group of friends and you're deciding to have a couple drinks like don't be like oh yeah sarah do another three shots like <laughs> don't encourage any bad behavior be a good role model yourself yeah. and also like think of some non like i don't know but what your friendship's like but think of some non-alcohol activities you guys can do together yeah. Go and get a takeaway coffee from somewhere, and go for a walk, yeah. or um, I don't know, do anything. Yeah, and show <laughs> go shopping that, together.
1: And even things that are at night time, because that's when we typically drink. Yeah, have have times at night time that involve not drinking. Or yeah, go go hang out with a group, your group of friends, and you all not drink. Yeah, you know, and like just show that you can have fun times without alcohol. Yeah. Or even, like, what I said before, like, set yourself a limit on how much you can drink.
0: Yeah. And make
1: sure everyone sticks to that limit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, for example, maybe your whole friendship group meets at the beach to watch the sunset and, like, yeah, you'll have a couple of beers. Yeah. But if you're all driving...
1: Yeah. Or, yeah, you all drive to the place. And yeah. Or you bring, like, one six-pack to share amongst yeah. yourselves or whatever. It just, like... Because obviously there's a difference between like being an alcoholic and just having a bit of an alcohol yeah. problem. So yeah. I think that sometimes alcohol is kind of the solution. You just go like you've just got to learn to be able to drink it in moderation.
0: Yeah. Um, and potentially the fact that her mum doesn't think it's a problem like that is I don't know a little concerning. I like potentially like. Not saying you have to be her mom, but like she, I think she's gonna. Normally, for most people, when they're making stupid decisions, drinking, it is their parents who are like, "Whoa, totally, yeah." Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe you need to take on that role a little bit.
1: And like, just keep filling her mum in, like, regardless of what she's gonna do about it. Just be like, "Hey, like, yeah." I've been talking to her about it, and um, I think she she herself has even admitted there's an issue. Um, I'm gonna keep an eye on her and just keep filling her in so like you know what if her mom's not gonna really do anything about it that's a shame but at least you are and you can you can show her mom that what you're doing is helping her and maybe her mom will start to contribute because she sees that there has been an improvement but possibly her mom's just like I don't know I don't think anyone's mom wants to be told yeah that their child has a bit (laughs) of an alcohol problem like yeah. At this point, my mum would probably expect it, but <laughs> I think for most people that's kind of a bit yeah. upsetting. So maybe this is just her defence mechanism. I don't know.
0: Yeah. But when you reach out to your friend and, I don't know, have a chat with her, um, like, potentially ask, I think maybe asking her why. Yeah. Like, just be like, is there anything going on? Yeah. That's causing this, like are things all right with you yeah because i know a lot of people use alcohol as coping mechanism 100 percent, and especially with everything that's going on right now i think yeah you do have to look out for people's mental health
1: i agree i think like there is, i think having a candid conversation and be like look are you trying to disguise something by doing this or is it something because you're trying to like get people to reach out to you you're trying to, yeah
0: i don't know
1: I think that's worth that conversation. I think regardless of how you proceed, yeah, it's worth it even just a conversation to to just be like what's going on? What's in your mind? Tell me what's up. Is there anything going on?
0: Yeah. But anyway, good luck.
1: Not an enviable
0: yeah, um situation, but I think it's good that you've written in about this because it shows that you are a good friend and you do care about.
1: Hundred percent. Like this friend. is honestly like the like the first step and like also just like such a kind thing to do.
0: Yeah. To care
1: this much.
0: Yeah. So like she's lucky to have you.
1: Yeah, and like I'm sure that she'll recognize that you're just being um, being a good friend. Yeah. So don't be too nervous. Yes. All right. Well, good luck. See ya. Alrighty, guys for our last little bit
0: we have a new segment
1: (laughs) blossomed from ellen and i's own personal chats that we have with each other because funnily enough we don't just talk when we're on the podcast
0: (laughs) crazy it's
1: honestly shocking
0: um so the new segment we are gonna trial is we're thinking about calling it therapy
1: therapy with
0: ourselves So basically what we're going to do is that we're actually going to bring our own problems to the podcast and so one of us will bring and the other person is going to provide advice. You know, it really burst out of the fact
1: that like we we listen to other podcasts and like yeah we we share our recommendations with you and we share some insight into our lives. But I noticed that on other podcasts, they really do talk about that. Like some mm. podcasts, that's their whole
0: their whole yeah. thing is
1: just talking about their lives. And, you know, we wanted to give you an insight into <laughs> our lives.
0: But, like, to be fair, like you guys always do enjoy it when we talk about our own personal experiences.
1: Yeah. And boy, do we have a lot.
0: <laughs> Mate, we have got some trauma.
1: Trauma! You guys have no idea. Get out now. You don't even like. Oh. But I think, um, especially in light of the current situation we're in, it's also therapeutic for Ellen and I. Yeah. Because if you guys have advice for us, please let us know. Yeah. We reversed and tell me if I give bad advice to Ellen and Ellen <laughs> gives bad advice to me. It's always helpful. I hope
0: not. <laughs> The, we can all therapy but it's actually us just ruining each other's lives yeah
1: i'm pretty sure ellen's been giving me bad advice
0: for the past year just to like screw me over <laughs> everything i do she's it's like, just a... pss, pss, pss. and i'm like yeah
1: yeah cool 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 i'll do that and then it just corrupts It's just, just to
0: ensure that you're still dependent on me i'm like <laughs> sabotaging all your other relationships i'm like oh, <laughs>
1: just so that i'm like you're my number one priority cool 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 look my i'm not bad. even mad
0: all right well Well, i think ellen's got a problem this week mate i've got so many (laughs) like which one to choose jk um but this is a problem i've been noticing quite a bit lately is that i just have like anger issues Mm. well like anger issues where i'm like smashing stuff but like i feel like lately things like i don't really get upset anymore and i feel like when i was younger like Things would happen I'd get upset and cry and now like things just piss me off but I don't really seem to be able to get over it like some I feel like my anger is kind of out of proportion to what happens yeah and like but I also think the length of time that I'm just stay angry about it yeah and then I'm like getting annoyed that I'm angry about it because I'm like this isn't even like that big of a deal mm. and I just like stay angry about it and then like i just feel kind of shitty so yeah that's my (laughs) anger
1: issue no one's got anger management issues (laughs) i think i think like it's important to acknowledge the fact that we are at home more and i don't know about anyone else but that just like makes me quite irritable and what Mm. it sounds like i don't i think calling it anger is pretty harsh on yourself because i think it's more irritability
0: yeah
1: because like if it was anger like like i'm not saying that it isn't anger but like you're probably just getting so agitated by things Mm. just because we're we're all more irritable at the moment like i think we've are like we've all been there we've been arguing with people for the sake of it just because like we're just like on edge Mm. we don't know what's happening with our world we're at home more, so we're not really getting out. Yeah. Also, like, just the fact that we're not really speaking to as many people and just we're not as busy. when yeah. Like, we have more time to, like, overthink things and, like, dwell on things. and Yeah. And, like, especially for you, Elle, because, like, like, you're not at uni at the moment and, like, mm. I know that's upsetting you and, like, the fact that...
0: All my plans for this year have been ruined. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, like, I think that, like... You know, we, we put so much pressure on ourselves and be like, oh my god, why am I so fucking angry all the time? And it's like, okay, well, give yourself some credit. Yeah. Like it's been a rough time, and like I'm not saying that like you have the worst life, but it has been hard. Like you, yeah, your travel plans were ruined. Um, your um, you like your break from uni has been ruined. It's not even like you're taking a break. Mm. Um, you know. Your plans to volunteer have been ruined. The well. <laughs> your whole
0: life has been fucking
1: ruined.
0: <laughs> Literally, I'm like, This is yeah, why I'm not a
1: therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Probably made more harm. No, but like, it, nah, like I know you can't, you I'm, like, I'm not trying to make you feel bad about your life, but I think you need to like, give your, cut yourself some slack. Yeah, we can get angry about things and stuff. And like, look, there are plenty of ways to, um deal with that and like I think you do a lot to help yourself like um exercise and make yeah, sure I you're think getting
0: exercise out. has been good. Yeah,
1: and getting out of the house and yeah. just like coming up with creative ways to keep yourself busy. Like Ellen's good at doing all those annoying <laughs> things like gardening and baking and shit like that. Because <laughs> so I just like crawl into bed and watch like Friends for the fifteenth time. <laughs> so like I think you're on the right path, which is why I don't like like it does suck that you're having this problem, but like oh, yeah. me as a friend, I'm not really concerned about it because I do think that it's like a phase and yeah. just a, a product of what we're going through. Yeah. I, I'm a bit irritable. Yesterday I was with my family and F, like, I love my family and I had a great time catching up with them. But sometimes they say shit, I'm like shut up. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Just like, don't argue or don't do this or don't do that. And you can feel a bit like,
0: yeah. I, know, I think
1: it's just on edge.
0: Yeah, I also think as well, like, because I haven't been able to see my family. Yeah. And I'm going to be able to go and see them this weekend. Um, I think that's going to be good. And then probably by the end of it, they're going to be annoying me and I'm going to come back home and I'm going to be like, wow.
1: And you're going to appreciate what you have here yeah. as well. Yeah.
0: And I'm going to feel better because I would have seen them as well.
1: I think one now these restrictions are easing up, um... In Australia, sorry for those international yeah. people, I have no advice for you because that sucks. But um, now that Zincles. our yeah, now that our restrictions are easing up, I think it'll relieve like a lot of the pressure we feel. part.
0: yeah, well, thanks for providing me with that therapy. I think you are right. I think like, and I know we keep saying it to ourselves, but like really, we do need to cut ourselves slack in this yeah. time because this isn't normal circumstances. Yeah. But I think,
1: I think you should start volunteering because I think there's some yeah. volunteering
0: out there. No, you know what? And that wasn't my to-do list today is to apply for some more volunteering stuff. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. All right. Hit me up, guys, if you need. Look, I can volunteer. I told you, an... you can
1: volunteer <laughs> as my personal assistant, Ellen.
0: <laughs> I was going to say volunteer as a wisdom tooth nurse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Solution to my problem, be Evie's personal assistant. Look, I think it's the only <laughs> way forward, Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> then all your anger will be redirected into me. <laughs> You'll have no time to think about ah, anything else.
1: Excellent, that would be good. All right. Uh, well, we hope you enjoyed Amy's therapy. Ellen's
0: gonna go, gonna have a cracker yeah. of a therapy session with me next week. Oh, can we dive deep into your childhood trauma? I think we should. <laughs>
1: and also Ellen like has done some psychology rather than me who's just like just had general life
0: experience but like Ellen has done some psychology so we could really go deep into it Oof, I can't wait I know but let us know if you guys like the therapy segment.
1: Yeah. I like
0: it so far. I think that went well.
1: I think I think it went well as well. It's a lot of me talking, so next week we'll have Ellen talking.
0: Yeah. Mitch rambling. Me
1: crying probably (laughs) because she's unlocked some secret to my hysteria.
0: So I'm used to you crying now. (laughs) Honestly.
1: What a wild time last week was. (laughs) maybe that's what we'll talk about yeah we can talk about my fear
0: yes we'll work through your ptsd of getting your wisdom tooth out guys
1: I think actually like it's just gonna turn into my therapy because Ellen that was Ellen's
0: one problem she's ever had. <laughs> and I've like got consistent like trauma. Me, I'm like, yeah, but you get kind of annoyed. You're like, okay, let me whip out my five years of childhood trauma. Let me get out my diary in which I document my consistent fears and phobias of unorthodox objects and <laughs> deep rooted mental health issues. Wow.
1: Well, if that doesn't give you an insight into next week's episode, I don't know what will. It's like we don't even need an outro. We should just leave it there. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>
1: yeah. That was a bit of a chatty one, but, like, look, reflect on the Apple Watch situation. Yeah. Reflect on your anger issues and we'll speak to you next week. Yeah.
0: Um. Give us some feedback Send as well. pics of your homemade granola <laughs> if anyone else makes it. all right thanks for listening guys it's been great see you later
1: guys